All right, I think we will get started. Um, thank you guys for joining. My name is Colin McDonough. I'm from Vera Whole Health, um, and my title is Customer Success Manager. So basically, I work with the city of Kirkland and kind of liaison with them. Um, hopefully, you guys are all familiar with our clinic up in Totem Lake. And uh, we brought our coach, Donna, here today, and she's going to talk a little bit about bringing balance to your life. Oh, thanks. Good morning. Um, is this good? Um, well, I'm excited I get to talk to you about bringing balance to life. Um, does anybody feel like they could bring a little more balance to their life? Yeah. It feels like that resonates with everyone I talk to. And um, if that's true, I invite you to think about, do you know what you would need to do to change that? Because that's really the question. And that's the lens I'd like to invite you to view this through today. Um, I thought I would start by telling you a client story. It's not a city of Kirkland person, so it's not the person sitting next to you. Um, but I had a, a guy come in, and in his description, he was a successful medical professional, but in his home life, he was disorganized, unable to get things done, and was feeling depressed. And his overarching goal in coaching was to take back some control of his life. And specifically, he wanted to work on getting some healthier eating habits. Um, that was particularly challenging for him because he was unmotivated, and that was because his place was a mess, and that led to the motivation, and, and you can see how those things work. Um, and so one week, he set the goal to take the coffee, uh, take the, sorry, take the takeout wrappers off of his coffee table. That was his whole goal. And what I love about that goal is I think we all have some goals like that sometimes, where they seem so simple, and yet, for whatever reason, they're not as simple as they seem. Um, but he was successful, and apparently he had a really small place, and through the weeks of coaching, months of coaching, really, he ended up cleaning his dining room, and then he ended up cleaning up his kitchen, and that led him to start cooking again, which, I'll, and I'm really fast-forwarding here because this was months of coaching, but that prompted him to call his mom. His whole family was still living on the East Coast, and so he got some of his favorite childhood recipes, and he ended up tweaking those into healthier versions of themselves. And so by now, he wasn't going out to eat at all anymore, at least not by default. It wasn't because he had to. And he was feeling really on top of it. And by the end, he decided that some of his depression was linked to, to missing his family. And he ended up taking a job, quitting and taking a job on the East Coast to be closer to them. And so what I saw through that process was that decluttering his space just created some space in his mind to process what else was going on. Um, and through that process, he did get back control of his life and his depression lifted. So I'm a coach. I don't talk to people about depression. I don't treat depression. I don't do any of those things. But to me, it just shows how interconnected the different pieces of our life could be. Because from this one little goal, he ended up changing his whole life. And that's the piece that I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, I realize I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Do I need to? Just, just like my own computer? Yeah, maybe hit the right arrow. Oh, there we go. I'm a tech wizard. Um, yeah, there you go. I don't, I don't usually have it in front of me here. Um, so you think about what is wellness, and that can mean different things to each of us. And I notice the people I talk to so often, we think of it only in terms of physical health, which is really important. But it's also important, the concept of health and well-being. And if we're aware of the factors that influence that, then hopefully we can make positive choices that contribute to our quality of life. So I thought it'd be healthy, for, uh, healthy, <laughs> helpful for us to be on the same page. So I use the definition from the National Wellness Institute, 
Wellness is an active process through which people become aware of and make choices toward a more successful existence. So that implies it's, you know, an ongoing, evolving process. It's multidimensional. It's holistic. It's not just one piece of life. Um, and my intention today is just to give us a chance to pause, create a little space, and look at the places where our lives are in and out of balance, if they are. And to help with that, we're going to use a wellness wheel. I was curious if anyone had ever used one before. No, no one. Okay, interesting. Um, so if, if you have used one, if you haven't used one, it, this can give you a great snapshot of where you are and what it looks like, rather. And even if you have, it gives you the same snapshot because life just keeps changing, right? So we'll get a chance to make one today if you want to do it or take it with you, maybe um, do it with your team or your family. Um, it can be a really interesting process because I've learned that they don't always come out just like we thought they would. So for me, I know this looks like all the bicycles we have at home, but for me, um, one of the easiest ways to visualize the wellness wheel is to think about that wheel. And if you think about that central hub being our, our self-responsibility, our, cho our choices, and then the spokes extend from there, and, and the more spokes there are, the more support the wheel has. Um, and if, so if that's simply a visual, then the spokes represent the major areas, then it makes sense to, if we pay attention to each of those areas, that's where we can affect some change. Um, so this is our Vera Wellness Wheel, and you can see the, mine is cut off, yours is too, that's interesting. Um, so we have different areas there, emotional, physical, mental, environmental, spiritual, social, intellectual, financial, and occupational. And what that actually says is to maintain harmony and balance in our lives, we must pay attention to each of the dimensions of wellness. And as we do that, you know, it can help with um, health problems or consequences, especially if when we make changes, they become habits and part of our everyday life. I remember as a kid, you know, you can have a bicycle tire with some missing spokes and it still works great. In, until, until it doesn't. And, and that can be with our wellness too. At what point does it go out of balance? Another way to think of that wheel is, is all the areas are different air chambers and they can become under and, or over inflated as we go through life. And um, if they become too out of proportion, it doesn't work very well and that can look like this. And this is some of the ones we draw, they end up looking like this and so then you can get that visual of what it's all about. And if, if you're like me, I, my wheel looks like this at different points in life, and I, I imagine that we all can because we're focusing on different aspects, maybe because of what's going on in life, or maybe sometimes things just slip so far off our radar that we're not even aware anymore that we're missing them. And so that's where the snapshot comes in. And again, we can go on for a while and, and neglect certain areas, just like those spokes on the bicycle, but eventually it, it tends to come out somewhere, whether it's psychological, physical, physiological, but, but somewhere those things, they tend to catch up with us. So just in case you're starting to think, that kind of looks like my wheel. Um, just remember that this is just all about paying attention. So it's not about perfection, but an awareness and eagerness to improve our lifestyle and quality of life. So our goal today is not to focus on the problems, but just to focus on that awareness. Um, as you look at the wheel again, and this is the wheel that we use at Vera, but if you go online, you can find all manner of wellness wheels, which is why the one I'm gonna ultimately give you today is blank. So you can fill in your own categories. 
But the wellness is unique for each of us, and it's based on our needs, our experiences, our circumstances at any given time. So your wheel might have more spokes, less spokes, different categories, and it's all okay. The bottom line is it's just meant to be a way to identify both the areas that are in balance and the areas that are out of balance. So as you look at yours after it's completed, you hopefully have a chance to evaluate where you are, set some goals that are intentional, and um, take action that leads toward where you ultimately want to be. So again, it's not about perfection, but just noticing which areas of your life maybe need some attention. And you know, is that even on your radar? And two things that I think are really powerful when you're making change, and I see this in my office all the time, is start small, like my client, just doing anything that changes the direction or puts you on a little bit of a new path. And it can be an experiment. You know, if it, does, if it works, great, that's a win. And if it doesn't work, then you get some information. What parts did work, what didn't, do you know why, what would you tweak, and start from there. Um, but the other really key piece I love about what I do is coaching. We tend to focus on what we're not doing, don't we? That's such a human nature thing. And so one of the things I love about my work is I get to work with people on what's going well. And let's look at that. Let's acknowledge it. Let's think about how to get more of that in life or maybe leverage that success into some other area using some of those same strategies. So it's a fun thing to pause and look at both things. What, what do you want to work on and what's already going well? So I sort of thought you'd be sitting at table. So I brought some wellness wheels if you want to play along and fill it in. And it's gonna look like this. I have some colored pencils if anyone wants to play or if you wanna take extras and do it with your family or your team. It's really a fun way to just get that quick visual. I, I filled one out here just for fun. I don't know if you can see that, but you can kind of get a glimpse of what it might look like. Um, you don't have to do it in color, but it's kind of fun. And I'm gonna go back to our wheel, so if you do decide to do it later, you can maybe take a picture of it if you want, or again, there's lots of examples online to think of different categories that might make sense to you. And after you get done, there's some questions on the back to just kind of stop and consider. And again, the key thing here is just that awareness, right? It's not, I don't think most people's wheels look perfect all through life, right? Or I don't know any people like that. But just that chance to see where your focus maybe would be helpful. Um, so that's the wheel, in case you want to take a look at it. And uh, that's what I have for you. Does anyone have any questions that I can help with? Yeah. I am at the Totem Lake Clinic, yeah. yeah. I'm, I've been there, I've been with Vera about seven years. I've been at several of our clinics, but I've been there, I think, a year and a half, two years now, so I don't know. I don't know what new is, but not too new. <laughs> you have two coaches there as well, so if you've worked with one before, it may not yeah. have been done. Right. Yeah, and I, so I am newer there, definitely, but I've, I've been coaching for a long time. And yeah, if coaching would support, you know, that's a great way to get some support. I guess I should give a little plug for coaching here because I'm a coach. Um, but, you know, we, people come to all the time and they say, well, I know what I need to do. And that's the most common thing I hear and what I think, too. We all know what to do. I think most of the time anyway, but sometimes just having that space to explore, you know, we tend to set these vague goals in our head. I'm going to get up early and work out. Well, what's early? What will that look like? What time will you go? What will that give you? And so sometimes just having that space to explore and then having some accountabilities for the goals that you say you want to commit.
commit to. Any other questions? All right, well, I will turn it back over to Colin, or who's next? Actually, I'm going to let uh, Julian. Okay. Talk. Thanks, Donna. Thank you. Hello. I feel so official standing up here. Can you hear me all? Can you all hear me okay? Well, I don't have a fancy PowerPoint, but what I do have are these note cards that were passed around, and I think you, I didn't get you looking at it. So I'm Julie Forenash, and I'm from Alliant, the broker consulting firm that works behind the scenes with the city of Kirkland on your benefits. So in the years of working with the city, what's held true and constant is the philosophical commitment to provide you all with care, not just any kind of care, but best of care and for free. It's such an unusual commitment, actually. Sorry, did I just turn on me? <laughs> it's such an unusual commitment that Forbes magazine actually wrote an article about it. Um, case in point would be the clinic. It's best of care, and it's free to you all. Um, prescription drugs are, that are dispensed at the clinic are free. So with that same principle in mind, um, I'm excited to tell you about a new program that's rolling out that's going to pertain to your inpatient and outpatient procedures. So the city is rolling out a new program through a Centers of Excellence company called Asserta. So on this card that I handed out, you'll see that Asserta logo and information on how to contact Asserta. So a little bit about the program. So it's a completely voluntary program, meaning you may choose to seek the avenue of uh, reaching out to Asserta or not. Um, but reaching out to Asserta, what that entails and what that means to you. At the end of the day, for inpatient or outpatient procedures, anything from an MRI on up, um, you can gain in potential savings to the plan 50% up to $1,500, which would then get deposited into your HRA VBA. So taking a step back and how the program works, essentially you would pick up the phone and call Asserta if you have a procedure that's coming up. That will allow us to negotiate a cash upon admission pricing. So prior to the procedure, let's say you're going to have surgery, you could pick up the phone and call Asserta. They would then do their research and homework and get back to you on reference, uh, references or referrals for providers or facilities within your area. So a real life example, um, not an employee here at the city, um, but another employee at a, another public employer that we have. Just this January, a gentleman called Asserta. He had a double, plate, uh, double hip replacement surgery um, that had to be had. And that price tag for that surgery that he was quoted was $98,000. As we can imagine, it's no easy surgery to be had. So the price tag there again was $98,000. So he was curious about the Asserta program called, they were able to refer him to the top rated surgeon specific for hip replacements in the entire state. And the cash negotiated price that was given was $52,000. So astronomical price difference there, right? I mean, it is a bigger procedure, so the price tag associated with it is gonna be larger than, let's say, a smaller procedure. But you can see there are drastic savings to the plan of about $46,000. Um, so that's just one real life example of how it's helped this individual out, as well as the plan that they were on. But taking a step back, it's a voluntary program for you as well as the provider and facility. So while Asserta is available to help you negotiate and help the plan negotiate pricing, that facility or provider may choose not to accept a cash upon admission pricing. So to take a step back, it could go either way. Meaning, let's say you have an expensive test that needs to be ran and it's a specialized test, 
Asserta will, on behalf of the plan, go out and try to negotiate cash pricing upon admission for you for that test. However, that facility may say, no, the price is the price. We're set at that price point, and we won't accept anything else. But at least you gave it a try. Um, so again, the program is voluntary, meaning that you don't have to call Asserta prior to a procedure, but it's there available to you if you need or if you'd like. Um, and also, even if you call Asserta, it's still voluntary in the sense that, let's say they refer you to a different provider, but your heart is set on the original provider that you sought care with. You may you know, seek information out through the provider that they referred you to, but still at the end of the day, let's say, proceed with the surgery with the original provider that cared for you. So again, completely up to you how you want to make sure that you seek your care through. Um, but what's nice about it is at the end of the day, it provides you with a second opinion and then the potential to gain in that savings. Again, a 50% up to $1,500. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, that's a great question. Yeah. So for instance, in the instance of the gentleman that called in back in January. So he called in, asserted, took down his pertinent information about his contact information, procedure, his current provider, what that entailed. Then they went off on their end. It isn't an immediate, oh, this is who you should go through. They do their due diligence, and it can take up to a week or so. Yeah, a week or so, dependent upon what the procedure is and what it entails. And they would then reach back out. And what they did in his instance was reach back out to him. His best method of um, connecting with him, he said, was via phone. So they would call back, dependent upon what your best communication method is. But usually it's a phone conversation just because there's so many details that they walk you through and components. Um, so they would reach back out and let you know from a scorecard perspective. So what they do on their end is they do their homework and due diligence through um, scorecard or score information. So every provider out there in facility has scorecard information, and that is all housed through um, Medicare. So Medicare is the largest payer of <laughs> medical bills in the country, as you can imagine. So they score everyone and everything from an um, outcomes perspective. Right? Because I mean, there's no way to say, okay, this is rated five out of five or four out of five, unless there's scorecard being ran. And that scorecard is just really the outcome of the surgery if there's post-op, um, follow-ups, how many, et cetera. So there's an algorithm on the back end that they reach out to. And there's a company that specializes in it that they connect with to get that scorecard rating. And then at that point, they would walk you through and say, hey, these are the providers within your area, and these are the scores they've been given. What are your thoughts? And if you go with A, B, or C, what that price point is for the plan. Yes. Uh, so do you describe what the, the cash on Right. So, sorry, internal lingo, sometimes I forget to describe or elaborate on. So, when you seek care right now, unbeknownst to you, things are happening behind the scenes, right? So, you use your insurance card anytime you go somewhere, and then things, the domino effect happens behind the scenes. Right now, you show your card, and there's a negotiated pricing point through the network that you use. 
And then the city is actually paying for that from a claims perspective, right? They just, that's their adjudication process. What we're saying here is Asserta is able to be more aggressive than the network that you use. So despite the fact that you have First Choice Health as a network, they are gonna take a more aggressive approach and talk down that pricing. So for instance, in that gentleman's case, that price point was 98,000. It went down to, I said 52,000. Granted, it was a different facility, but they also reached out to the same facility that he was going to be seen at, but the price point was not as advantageous as the 52,000 at a different facility. But you could very well be seen at the same facility and started at 98,000, but now it's maybe, let's say, 80,000. So the plan, save Kirkland, is gonna pay, let's say, 80 instead of the 98. That cost savings then isn't shared with you. So right now, as I understand it, your deductibles and out-of-pockets, et cetera, you could take out of your HRA VBA to spend down, right? So in this instance, you instead would get a, the savings. In that gentleman's case, when he went through and did that assertive exercise, he was able to then get it from 98,000 to 52,000. So that savings there, he was essentially given $1,500 back into his HRA VBA. So his deductible essentially was a wash, or his out-of-pocket max was a wash. But they still run it through the insurance. Channels, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there's nothing that you have to give upon admission from a cash perspective. That's just internal lingo that is happening behind the scenes. Yeah, yes. I know that I need to have some sort of procedure, but I'm not the medical expert, and right. I don't have like my medical records to talk to them. Do, do they somehow connect with my care provider to get those medical records so they know exactly what they can, depend upon, again, your instance. Everybody's scenario is going to be different case by case. In that instance, they do have a HIPAA waiver form that they'll release from a confidentiality standpoint to make sure that you sign off and that they can coordinate all that care for you. Yes? Does this work if you're injured by Kaiser? Like if it's an in-care clinic, I would assume it doesn't, like there wouldn't be cost. No, no. Yeah, Kaiser is its own medical delivery system. Next surgery or expensive procedures? What is there a threshold? Yeah, so essentially anything from, let's say, $500 from a set price point on up. And that's $500, not what it would cost you, but the plan itself. So anything from an MRI on up, worthwhile calling. Yeah, so is there a list somewhere of the procedures? There isn't a list only because there's so many that it could pertain to. So I would just say MRI or roughly, if you can gauge if it costs maybe $500 on up. I would say to a safety net would be if you can't take care of it at just a regular physician's office and you have to go somewhere special, it's likely going to cost. <laughs> is, is it Compass that we used to have? We're still going to use Compass. We're still using Compass. Oh. Yeah, it's in addition to Compass because Compass also does other things. Like they'll work with you if you're having trouble with your billing or anything like that. They're not going to go negotiate like Asserta will, but they're still going to be there behind the scenes. Or if you're calling to find out a doctor, so to speak, you could call them. 
but they're going to be running differently, but assert is just slightly different in the fact that they'll go negotiate those rates. So. Yeah. So assert is the front end prior to an event happening. Yes. What would the first steps be to first have a quote from your, at the time that your medical provider tells you you need surgery? They're flexible in regards to how that plays out because they wouldn't hesitate to reach out on your behalf through the channels that you currently seek care through to get a price point so that you don't have to go to the lengths of doing that because then you would have to call the billing department because your doctor may or may not know how much things cost because they're there to provide you with care versus the billing department within their facility. So to save you, yourself that initial step, just I would just call CERTA and just say, hey, I'm seeking care from this hospital and, and I'm scheduled for surgery or I'm due for surgery. Could you help me figure out what their price point is? Can you negotiate with them? My preference maybe is there because I've originally sought care there and I feel comfortable there, but I wouldn't also mind seeing what else is out there in the area. Any other questions? Yeah. Yeah, it's January available now. first. <laughs> Spread the good word. So before we dismiss, are there any questions for um, Vera while they're here? Anything not related to the wellness wheel or anything related to the wellness wheel? Any last questions we can ans get answered? Yes, Dr. Baker. She's there, full time. <laughs> she is great. <laughs> Anything else? All right, well, thank you for coming. And we're going to post this on Kirknet, so tell all your friends. It's going to be out there on Kirknet.